Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Don't forget, you can listen to us. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. You can also watch us over at supertalktv.com. You'll see I'm not alone today. I've got an actor who is originally from Olive Branch, Mississippi. He just had his first leading role in a Hallmark movie, Spring Breakthrough, which we're excited to learn more about. Welcome, Akano Dixon. Hey! Hey, hey, how are you? I am glad we got the technical difficulties out of the way, so I appreciate you hanging in there with us. But where you call home now? Well, right now, everywhere. <laughs> I'm much traveling. Everywhere is home at this moment. <laughs> well, that's definitely a good thing. So I know yes. your roots are still here in Mississippi, or that was originally home in Olive Branch. So when did you get the acting bug? When did you say, you know what, this may be for me? Yes, Rebecca. So, you know, when I was five years young, I was watching the Fruit Roll-Ups commercial, and I knew I wanted to act. But I believe when I first, when I really got the acting bug, oh, wow. I mean, it was a cumulative of a lot of different different moments with people coming up to me and me watching movies, you know. But I think it started at age five from watching the Fruit Roll-Ups commercial. And, yeah, that, that's when it really, really started. You know, I think you're the first to mention a commercial, particularly Fruit Roll-Ups, as sort of, you know, uh, <laughs> launching them into a career path. But, hey, we all have that thing that ignites us and excites us. How did you start from there, though, at five? Did you start asking your parents to put you in theater? Did you take classes? How did you sort of get your feet wet? Yeah, so that's such a great question. So my parents didn't really believe in the whole acting thing. You know, I... I come from from a law enforcement and, and medical family, and they put academics, you know, at number one. So I was always asking them, you know, to go to different auditions and, and here and there, and and I didn't really do much of that. I mean, we went to one little audition thing, but it was more kind of like a scam type of thing, sort of. So you know, I didn't really start making moves into the industry. Until I was 18, I turned 18 a day after I graduated high school. And three days after that, I moved to New York City. I took eight, took my 80 bucks and made it to New York City and just started working from there. Please tell me that you had like a plan. Did you have somewhere to stay? Did you have friends? Did your mom pack you a lunch? Where had you ever <laughs> flown before? Because that just sounds like something out of a movie. 
You know, it really does. You know, I'm actually making a movie about it right now. That's what I've been working on. So I didn't realize it was that of an exciting story. And so everyone is like, oh, my gosh, Akono, you need to write about this. But, no, to be completely honest with you, I did have a plan. I did have a model manager at the time. Um, and at that time, and I knew that they were interested in me. So I went to New York. My mother, she was... She was pretty much, or she did not know that I was going to stay there. She thought I would be there for a couple of days to come back, but I didn't tell her. But I told my dad, you know, I told her I was going to New York for a couple of days, but I went there and my sister came with me. And when she made it back home to Mississippi and I wasn't with her, she was like, where's a Kono? And I'm like, well, hey, mom, I didn't tell you this because I know you would have done everything in your might to not let me do this. So... It was a big dream, a goal of mine that she did not believe in, but now she's my biggest fan, and she is super supportive. You know, as a mom, though, that can totally understand the fears that your mom would have of sending their child off that way, I would have mad respect for my kid who figured out a way to sort of do it on their own. That would sort of show me as a parent that they were serious about, you know, their dreams, and then you can't help but to support that, right? Like, even though you weren't fully open with her you did tell somebody it wasn't like you just snuck out in the middle of the night and never came back so i could see where your mom was like okay you know he's man enough now 18 and he's going to give this a whirl so they talk they call it the jungle what what the um uh, the concrete jungle <laughs> yes the concrete jungle up there for a reason because it can chew you up and spit you out right and so ooh, ooh. How long were you there, uh, or what were some of the you know rockier roads, or maybe not the bad ones, but that they got you to yeah. your first break? <laughs> yeah, sure. So, so the first break. Okay, so there's a little build up to that, Rebecca. So, I made it to New York. I actually had around, I think, around 120, 130 bucks in my pocket. However, I took a Greyhound bus. So by the time I made it to New York, which was a day and a half, and I like to eat, I had eighty dollars to my name. So. You know, I made it to New York, and um, I thought I would have this place to live at, but apparently that fell through. So I was like, oh, my gosh, where am I going to live at? And uh, one of the models who were we were in the same management company at that time, we stayed in these things called model houses. And it just so happened he had a, he had a spare, well, he had a room. He let me sleep on his floor, and he's a brother that I call today. He's pretty much like a big brother of mine. I slept on his floor for three months, and, you know, and, you know, coming from a family who has always valued uh, making plans, uh, whether that be financially or, you know, or any way you can think of just to have a very a nice living. And so me coming from that, the sleeping on a floor in a hostel that was infested with rats and roaches and to sleeping on the floor and to having my parents take away my credit cards, you know, I always tell my friend, hashtag rich kid problems. <laughs> but, you know, just from coming from such a good upbringing then to sleeping with rats and having nothing, but really the only thing I had was just a desire to do great and a desire to be an actor, and I knew nothing was going to stand in my way, and I made that happen. I worked 14, 16-hour shifts, sometimes 18 hours, um, catering, I would come home, then go straight to sleep, and I'll go to auditions and go straight to work for, for, for 12 to 16, 18 hours and do it all over again for honestly years. But I slept on the floor for three months, and and my first gig, my first break, I heard you ask was so 
during the time throughout the whole working and me auditioning and all these things, you know, I was at the time looking to get signed to a modeling agency. And a lot of the agencies really liked me. They liked my look, but my height at the time was a big factor because we're in New York. New York is mainly high fashion. So the guys are usually, you know, 5'11 minimum. And they sometimes don't even take high stature, but it's usually like six, 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 six one and three quarters, like the perfect height. And I'm, I'm five nine and a half or 5'10. So I, I remember going to a modeling agency, Rebecca, and, um, and, we had I have a few meetings. Sometimes you meet with an agency. Sometimes one to three times they want to meet you, and sometimes you want to meet them before you sign with them. And I thought they were going to take me on, and then the day came, the last interview, and they told me that they were going to take me on at that time. And and, and during that time, you know, I had no money. I wasn't getting any acting jobs. Um, however, I do have some positive stories about some acting stories with auditions, but I wasn't getting any acting jobs. My parents weren't believing in me. My good friends weren't talking to me. I guess a lot of them thought I was making a bad, a horrible choice with, you know, um, going to school. I mean, stopping school. And so it was really hard, you know, m- mentally. But I had this one audition uh, right after the interview with the modeling, uh, modeling agency. And I almost didn't go, but I went. And I did the audition. And I actually went home for a couple of weeks because everything became too much. And while I was at home, I'm literally right across from the room where I got the call. Well, I got the email from the director from the audition I went to. And he said, hey, Akona, we would love to invite you to a callback for the film. And at this time, Rebecca, I've never gotten a callback in my entire life, you know, for like on this type of level. And I told them, hey, I'm in Mississippi, so I'm not in New York right now, but I, I will be there in the next week. And the director said, hey, Akono, actually, the role is yours if you want it. You were the perfect spam. And so that was my first role. It was in a student film, and Max Sealer was the first person to put me in my first project. So I owe a lot to him, and that was my first gig. So thank you, Max. Did you run through the hall screaming, Mom, I got a job? I did. I did. I did. It was it was really exciting. And then that kept leading to more roles and TV shows and commercials, and I just haven't stopped since. It's 2015. <laughs> well, I love that, but I love you still come back and you visit with your family, obviously. I also love, Akono, that that's where you got your first good news of your break, but that's not your last big break. You've had another one come up, so y'all hang with us. we got more with Akono Dixon coming up next. your afternoon just a little brighter it's good things with rebecca turner on super talk mississippi
Welcome back to Good Things. You can catch us on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com and meet your new favorite actor from Mississippi, Econo Dixon. He is originally from Olive Branch, Mississippi, and he just landed his first leading role in a Hallmark movie, Spring Breakthrough. And Econo, if I am correct, it's already been out, right? Like it was earlier this summer that you already had, like you already had the moment the the movie's been released, correct? Yes, that's correct. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. It was such a fun time. Yes, the movie came out April 30th and it's been it's been just it's been life changing. It's been completely amazing. So, can we still watch it though? Can we still catch it on Hallmark if we want to or stream it somewhere if we hadn't seen it yet? Yeah, yeah, of course. I do believe if you do have the Hallmark app or the Hallmark streaming service, you should be able to uh but correct me if I'm wrong, you should be able to go on there and type in Spring Breakthrough and watch the film. However, the this movie has been making its its waves through different platforms. At first it was on Peacock and now it's on other platforms. So I would say best bet is to go onto Google and type in where can I watch Spring Breakthrough or just type in watch Spring Breakthrough online and and hopefully there I'm sure there'll be different net uh, different platforms where you can watch movie on because it's it's been changing about every couple of weeks with different platforms haven't been able to keep up with that (laughs) so now you get to use the words leading man or leading role in your i guess resume or however you actors and actresses sort of do it so what does this do what does this mean for your career what is that shift from being a supporter actor or just being having you know a, a good role in a movie versus they are labeling you as like a leading part what does that kind of mean to your career so well first i'd love to tell you what what it means to me you know rebecca for me to be a leading man to be seen as a leading man and portray a leading man role now and and hopefully further down the line even more it's a confirmation that dreams do come true and that affirmations work and and believing it in your stuff works you know i've been in this mindset of Oh, I'm a leading man, you know, walking like a leading man. How I envision a leading man would walk, how his actions will be, how will he talk, how how is his discipline, I mean, how are his disciplines, how disciplined is he, you know, and just how is the life with being a leading man actor? Because I think it's more than just, you know, hey, I'm a leading man in a, in a movie, just saying that I think there's so much more, and it's been a really uh, life-changing experience for me, too, just on a personal level as well as a career and business level. And to answer your question, how it has affected being, how being a leading man has affected me and my career now. I mean, I'm being offered roles now, which is really amazing. I'm not really, I mean, I'm still auditioning, but I'm being offered roles, you know, just handed handed to me in their leading man roles. And it's so amazing, Rebecca, because I love being a leading man. I love being at the forefront of a of a ship, you know, and taking care of my soldiers, taking care of my family, taking care of my country. And that's kind of the responsibility I give myself. And that's how I see it. So, you know, it's opening a lot of doors for me. It's gained me it's a lot of other directors and producers and writers. Their respect for me has has risen, you know, and, and that's just being completely honest. You know, I'm being contacted more. I'm getting responses back to by, you know, really, really respected yeah. people in the business. So it's it's an experience that I'm still in. So 
that's how I can explain it now, you know. So I'm sure there'll be more I can explain later down the road once I'm, you know, really just, you know. <laughs> how old are you now, Kono? How old are how like from 18 to going to New York? How old are you today? Oh, I just turned 29 in May. So almost a decade of grinding, right? Like, and I know you've been yes. steadily working, but thinking back to how it all first began, you mentioned, you know, not having less than $100 in your pocket, having to sleep on floors, grinding those 18-hour shifts. Would you trade that for anything now? Like, are you grateful that maybe it didn't happen for you out the chute, that you kind of had to go through you know, the harder time to, to to get to where you are now? Maybe not, but sometimes, you know, it puts things in perspective once you reach a higher mountain, I think is what I'm trying to say. You know, no, that's a, that, that's a really great question, Rebecca. And I know, you know, the typical answer would be to say, yes, I'm glad it didn't happen. I'm glad it, waited, it, I, it happened later. I think that's a typical answer most people would give, but to be completely honest with you, I don't know that answer. I really don't. But what I will say is that I'm so glad that I was able to experience everything I experienced because it, and this may sound cheesy, but it really made me who I am today. You know, just, you know, the heartbreaks, you know, just not being around family, not being around friends, you know, and having more gr- gratitude for even having $2 in my pocket, having gratitude to having food and just, Friends, and I mean, I'm so much more grateful for things, for life itself, and for things and people a lot more than than when I was a kid. Because you know, I did have a lot of things handed to me. I was I was very had a very sheltered and very blessing, nice upbringing. So I'm glad that I did go through through those things. I really am. It really made me to this awesome of a human being that I am today. So I am grateful for it, yes. I'm, I'm happy for you, too, because, I mean, I know that sounds terrible, but I think anybody who's no. reached a level of success had to sort of and claw their way there tend to stay grounded and stay in it a little bit longer, right, for the long road. And as a parent, you kind of want your you want to shelter your kids and give them that great upbringing, but there's also that piece of you that hopes that they can grit and grind for something they want, and they have to figure out what it is that they want. You don't want them to struggle if they don't have to for basic necessities if not needed, but it's also okay if that's what they're going after their dreams and they're sort of working towards something else. So I can, you know, I mean, as a mom, I speak out of both sides of my mouth, but I can see where yeah. the the grit and the, and the grind can make you um, uh, make you better and for longer in your per, your profession. Wow, I, I just have to say, you really seem like a very exceptional person, Rebecca. You really, you. You really do. Thank you. I fake it well. <laughs> yes, you really. That's you really do. You really are. I, I really love that. Well, I, I you're you're getting there, and I think anytime you know you, you have to you have to start from the bottom and claw your way up, or people don't believe. Not so much they don't believe in you, but they just are also giving you permission to stop. But then you don't want to because it's something you want, and then you obtain it. It just tastes so much sweeter, and it's it's self validation, and it feels like you you understand that, and that's what you were sort of reaching for. So I know I, I get it. I'm sure like the big in game is your name and lights. You know. Hollywood sign, Oscar, sort of all of that. But if you had to pick first your leading role to be like a rom com, an action movie, a mystery movie, like what are we what are we hoping's the first time we see a Kono in the 
big theater? What would you want? What was kind of what kind of leading role are you shooting for? Oh wow, what a great question! I would love to be a romantic lead who's going through these. Who, what I would love to be a, a romantic lead in an action film. In, in, a, in an action film that's also a dated film, maybe a BC, you know, or you know, um, or in the 1300s or the 1500s, 1600s, like you know, Braveheart? something like that. Pardon? Like a Braveheart, or a, I was trying to think yes, of. Yes, yeah. exactly. Thank you. Yes, like a modern. I mean, I know I'm saying modern. That's literally like um, <laughs> not those are both contrasting, but yes, like. A, a modern day Braveheart, but that was that's still set in you know the 1500s. But obviously, it's 2023, so we'll film it with the you know the cameras and things we have t- today. But yes, like a Braveheart type of film, maybe mixed with a little Black Panther, maybe mixed with 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 a little Peter Pan, you know, type of vibe. But um, I would love to to be the next Spider Man. I love Spider Man. I love superheroes. I feel as I'm naturally a superhero. I felt that before I even knew what that feeling was. I think I just I have the the attributes that that can be a really great superhero too. So, but yeah, definitely romantic lead. And uh, there's plenty of like, room you know, in the Marvel universe for you, Okono. I don't know. It, but we'll we'll find we'll find a way. We'll find a role um, in there for you. But also, do not stop writing your script for your own story because it is exceptional. And it's I know it's definitely not over um, yet. But if folks want to support you, if they want to connect with you online, we're all about cheering for our home team. And so you're going to be a Mississippi boy forever. So. Where do we connect with you? How, you know, all the things. Of course. Yeah, definitely. I'm a Mississippi boy forever, forever. <laughs> so please connect with me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Okono Dixon. I do have Twitter, which is under the same handle. However, I'm a lot more active on Instagram. I'm posting pretty much daily, if not, if not weekly or monthly, but I'm usually on Instagram very heavily. I do my best to respond to everyone. I do have a pretty freaking busy schedule where I kind of like to focus on just, you know, the things at hand, but I do love social media. So yeah, Okono Dixon on Instagram. And then search him up on Hallmark. That movie is Spring Breakthrough. That will not be the last time we hear your name, and I hope not the last time you join us here on Good Things. It was a pleasure meeting you. It's a pleasure meeting you, Rebecca. Have an have a, have a amazing, exceptional day. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, you guys stick with us. we got a few more good things for you coming up next. Beat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Something big's happening downtown. Good things are going on. good things happening on main streets and downtowns across the magnolia states so today we're highlighting what's happening downtown this weekend it is brought to you by the mississippi main street association now don't forget you can always go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar to get more information on upcoming events we got a few happening this week first up we got downtown at sundown i love the name of that Paige is joining us from starkville to share a little bit more about this wonderful event hey Paige. 
Hey, Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I love when good events are coming up, and I think this one's coming up quick like in a hurry. This isn't this weekend. This is actually tomorrow, correct? Correct. Thursday night. We love our third Thursdays. So that's when we have our downtown at sundown. So this has been an ongoing sort of third Thursday event that you guys um, have been putting on at the Startville Main Street. Tell us about it. We have for three or four years now. I believe, yeah, I believe this was started in 18 or 19. Uh, we started downtown at sundown, of course, at Pulse in 2020, but we came back in 2021, and last year we're just stronger than ever. Said so this is going to be our second installment for this summer. Uh, we're super excited to have Jimmy Buffett night tomorrow. Said so the band uh, is a local local band here that calls themselves the Copper Tunes, and we're also going to have a Hawaiian T-shirt contest to go along with it. So thank Margaritaville, but downtown Starville. Well, I think that is going to be a lot of fun. I need to know how this contest works. I mean, <laughs> do you make your own Hawaiian t-shirt? Is it one where you had your kids or your pets and, you know, faces imprinted on it? How, how can we get in it if we haven't done it already? Well, during the intermission, we're going to call up everyone that's got on a Hawaiian t-shirt um, that wants to be entered into the contest and just kind of have an applause contest, I think, there for them. Um, we're going to have little tiki torches and blow-up palm trees, lace, inflatables, all the fun things. Uh, but I'm just really, really looking forward to it, and I can't wait to see all the great and creative shirts. So I saw a couple walking around earlier today. A man had a, a Hawaiian shirt with flamingos all over it, so that's, that's the best one I I've seen so far. So I love that these shirts are making a comeback and why not give them an opportunity to be put on stage and, and have their moment to shine. Um, exactly. Okay, but it is on a stage, so this is outside. If we've never been Paige, can we pack a cooler? Do we need a blanket and chairs? What are some of the, you know, yeah. rundown for that? Yeah, blankets and chairs are always encouraged. We will have three food trucks there, so there will be something sweet, something savory, and then um, something delicious, like in the realm of hamburgers and hot dogs as well. Um, and then we will sell drinks provided by Clark Beverage, and it's just a great time. So um, people can come in. We are really lucky in Starkville. We have a go-cup ordinance, so um, everyone can hopefully have a beverage and just enjoy the evening. Evening. And the weather today has been perfect, and tomorrow it's just looking even better. So we're excited. Is it something you can come and go? Do you need tickets? It's free, or just you know making sure we we answer all those questions. Completely free of charge. So our our entire installment is free thanks to a generous sponsorship from Startville Properties. And then tomorrow, our sponsor of the month is Sports Clips. So if you are a Sports Clips guy or gal, uh, you can probably look forward to receiving a discount or coupon if you're coming tomorrow, too. Um, so they'll be there as well. But always completely free. Children, families, people of all ages coming out to support um, this uh, Mississippi kind of themed concert. So well, we're excited. I love that. Where can we go if we want to see who won the the um, Palm T-shirt contest? Will y'all be putting that on your Facebook? Or? We will, yes. Our Startville, Mississippi. So it's Startville MS. Um, and then Startville, Mississippi's College Town Facebook and Instagram. We will definitely be posting it there. So, And we actually haven't announced our July artist yet, but our July artist is always either hip-hop, R&B, or 
souls. So we're excited to make that announcement, and that'll kind of be our finale for the summer next month on July 20th. Well, Paige, I'm putting our Sports Talk Mississippi um, host, Brian Haydad, who is a Starkville native, on blast. <laughs> I need I need to make sure he's there and in the contest tomorrow, or we yes. will <laughs> we hey, will Dad, bully we him. Look forward to seeing you. You better come. You better so. come. All right. If someone <laughs> wants information on this, where can they go to sort of get any um, details that they may have missed? Including social media, all of our information can be found at startville.org. So just search downtown at sundown and everything's there for you. Well, I appreciate your time, Paige. Hoping for good weather and a great event. Thank you so much. We've really enjoyed it and appreciate all you do. All righty. Well, going from Startville to New Albany, they've got a lot of good things going on this weekend. Cycles, Bikes, and Blues. Joining us is Billie Jean to tell us a little bit more about what's going to be happening this weekend. So, Billie Jean, what you got? Oh, we've got a uh, a Saturday just jam-packed with events um, starting at 8 o'clock in the morning uh, all the way through fireworks at 9.30. Um, 8, 8 o'clock kicks off our ninth year for Pedaling for Hope. It's a bike ride on the Tanglefoot Trail. Uh, it benefits regional rehab um, where uh, it's a, a facility that offers free services for dyslexia and developmentally delayed um Things, um, they offer free services to everyone, really in the state, but specifically in North Mississippi. So that ride kicks off at 8, and we are still having open registration if you're interested in that. Uh, at 12 o'clock, we have another um, ride, but this is a motorcycle ride on the Blues Trails. So that kicks off at 12. Uh, and Beginning at 5, we have blues music on the Trailhead Plaza uh, until 9.30, and then we have a fireworks show. So it's really our 4th of July celebration a week before. That's okay, because that still gives you time to pack in something else for the actual 4th of July. I mean, it sounds yeah, like if you've got wheels, whether they're motorized or foot-pedaled, <laughs> this event's exactly for you. right. That cycles bikes and blues. It kind of covers all the wheels. Um, so if you if you if you are a bicyclist or if you're a motorcyclist, you can you certainly come to New Albany, Mississippi, and and enjoy a weekend of festivities. Explain the uh, motorcycle just a little bit more, Billie Jean. Is it where I mean, is everybody just sort of drive in a long row, or is it more of like you yeah. go on your own pace? How does that work? No, but they're gonna they're gonna go in a group, and they will hit. Um, um, blues markers starting in New Albany, then Oxford, then Pontotoc, and Tupelo, and then they'll end back in New Albany. We have two blues markers in New Albany, so that's kind of the start and finish point there. Um, we're asking that the cyclists take selfies at the um, blues markers, and um, after they finish, we'll have some prizes for those that that have followed direction, and um, we hope that everybody will stay and listen to the blues music that night and just enjoy um, the blues trails that we have in our area. I was supposed to say, if you don't like two wheels, maybe you prefer four, maybe two feet, there's still music for That's you. Exactly right. <laughs> so That's is there exactly a lineup right. or somewhere where we can go and find out when that music kicks off or anything sure. like that? You can you can go to visitnewalbany.com or you can do newalbanymainstreet.com. But we have Gary Burnside starting at 5 o'clock. We have Monty J and Element starting at 6.30. And then we have Legends of the Blues uh, starting at 7.30, and they'll go until the, until the um, fireworks show. 
Which will be, you mentioned at 9 o'clock. Did I hear you correctly it's with exactly that? Exactly at 9 o'clock, yes. Well, parents yes. will appreciate that. You can see that. all this on Bankhead uh, Street at the Trailhead Plaza or the library parking lot, either way. Uh, you should be able to see the, the fireworks show. All righty. Well, I hope you have the best weather and plenty come out, whether it's two wheels by foot or two wheels by motor or just two feet, and come have a good Listen, time in New Albany. Everybody, absolutely, everybody's welcome, and we and we hope uh, that the weather will participate with us. I think it will. So I, that makes it even better. When the weather's good, you can pretty much anticipate a big turnout. All righty. Well, we appreciate your time, Billie Jean. Thank you so much. All righty, and if you like tomatoes, then you got the Crystal Springs Tomato Festival that's happening in Crystal Springs this weekend. It's always the last weekend in June, and as the town celebrates the illustrious red fruit that helped put their uh, name on the map, and there's going to be so many tomatoes, tomato plants, tomatoes to eat, tomatoes to buy, tomatoes to talk about. They call it Tomopolis <laughs> this time of year there in Crystal Springs. So if you want more information on that, you can go to the tomato Crystal Springs Tomato Festival. Festival uh, to learn more. So, like we always say here on Good Things, if you're bored on the weekend, it's your own fault because there is always something good happening on main streets and downtowns all across the Magnolia State. So don't forget, you can always go to your msmainstreet.com slash calendar to get more information on those upcoming events. Also know there will be a tomato queen that will be crowned this weekend there in Crystal Springs. And I'm going to guess There'll be a BLT or two for sale. I don't know. Or you could probably still take some good potato to potatoes, tomatoes home. Don't you dare bring potatoes. Don't you dare bring potatoes to to tomato festival. They go well together, right? Maybe ketchup, right? They would not take well to that. But plenty of things to happen happening this weekend. Go to msmainstreets.com slash calendar to find out more. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Back to good things. Don't forget we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. And of course, you can always find us too on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. You can watch good things. We are on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. And if you're going to watch for, I guess, the sunset today, you're going to be watching for a really really long time and it's the first day of summer which i say hogwash (laughs) then what was memorial day (laughs) it was the first day of summer but apparently june 21st or is it the 21st is and why the 21st 
Like the 20th, the 25th, even the 30th. Like why? The 21st. But anyway, here we are. And it's the first day of summer. But I guess it also coincides with being the longest day of the year. The summer solstice. The summer solstice. So is it on the same day every year? Because don't the days Close move? to it, yeah. I think on leap years it's off a day, maybe. Well, and then but then you have multiple leap... I mean, so, so the 21st is not always like the same day. I know it's the same day of the year, but... Yeah, it's right around the same day. Like, next year it'll be June 20th. Okay, so it does move. So, summer begins on different days throughout the year? So, they're going by what's the longest day of the year, not on, like, this is the national day forever and always and amen. Okay, somebody got some sense. Then, so, today is... I was like, who just decided that June the 21st was going to be the start of summer? Um, anyway, it begins in the Northern Hemisphere, and it all depends on the time zone and all the things that you that you live. The strangest thing about this time of year, I know we get big debates. Most of us would say we prefer longer days. I will not deny that. But there is something odd about it still being light outside when it's technically your bedtime. If you have to get up early, it feels strange to eat, to go from eating dinner, which we've been in that transition for a couple of months now, but go from eating dinner when it's like dark to then eating dinner while it's still like bright, feeling like you now need a snack before bed because you hadn't really eaten anything. So that the day, the nighttime is the strangest sort of, um, I guess, change. In terms of like, but the yeah. way you feel in in that time, in that time, than any other time of the day. And I it, like it, it being light impact. when you wake up. Yeah, it, it's got a much bigger impact if you have a very structured schedule to your day. Yes, absolutely. If you've got a more free or open schedule, then you may not eat dinner or anywhere close to the same time every night. By nature, though, do you stay up later during the summer than you do in the winter because uh, of the sun? Yeah, pretty because much. of the sun. I know I find myself just not so sleepy, but man, when it starts getting those shorter days, what, around probably now November, December really is when it starts to five o'clock, you're like, man, I need a pillow, I need to go to bed, and it's like going to be nine o'clock tonight, and you're going to be like, do-do-do-do-do, it's just now sort of sort of winding down. It really stinks for children that you try to get on any kind of normal sleeping, because they will look at you like you have four eyes. When you try to get them to go to bed around like that 8, 8.30 mark, and they're like, ma. And they're still looking out the window, and it's like, it's still twilight. It's still, the sun's still up. Why are you being so, so mean to me? I'm not being mean. You still have to get up at the same time every day. I do like, though, waking up when it's bright outside. It is really hard to crawl out of a comfortable bed when it's still nice and dark at like that six o'clock sort of hour that does. I don't come. know. I've I've gotten to the point now where if I wake up and the sun is fully up, mm-hmm. I feel like I've wasted time. Like it, I, I enjoy waking up as the sun is starting to come up. Gotcha. That way it's still a little dim, still cool out. But yeah, if I wake up and I roll over and it's like boom, bright outside, it's like, did I miss an alarm? What what happened? I overslept. Aaron and Meridian says we went on vacation in Florida and it didn't get dark till nine. That really threw that really threw me off. It does in the beginning. I'm so grateful Mother Nature does it like slowly. 
you slowly get conditioned sort of to it versus just one day you wake up and it's from 5 o'clock to 9 p.m. and bright outside. That really would be wonky. So you've been kind of conditioned for it for, for a little while. Um, but it is definitely it's definitely different. And if you feel a little more tired, it's just because you're staying up probably a little bit um, a little bit later. Does it change anything else in your schedule? Not really. I mean, it it impacts porch cat because, gee, like this morning, the sun was up really early compared to what it usually is because it's the longest day of the year. And she, she didn't want to wake up. She was like, I'm still sleepy. What is this? Steve in Brookhaven stays up later in the summer because the fish start biting more at dark. Well, you be late night fishing tonight if you do that, but that's okay. That's what the summers are for. Enjoy it. Stick with us, though. You got more coming up next. You got the boys with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rano and I'll meet you back here tomorrow at 2, but until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.